Welcome back to Coach Class with me, Don Birch. This is the podcast where I get to speak to inspirational leaders and coaches from across the globe. And I'm delighted this week to be joined by a fellow barefooter, and that's Hava. Hava, welcome to Coach Class. Thank you for having me. So Hava, before we get going, I know a bit about you because we've got to know each other over the last couple of weeks. But for our listeners, just give us a little bit of a background to you and how you've arrived, as it were, on the barefoot coaching course. My uh, my background, my undergraduate was in psychology, and I knew I always wanted to go down the psychology therapy route originally. And then something happened, and I was like, hmm, I'm not sure this is actually for me. Fast forward a little bit of time, and I found myself uh, working for London Underground. I manage uh, Edgware Road, Bakerloo Underground Station. And while it's going well, I just felt like, you know what, I want to do a little, I want to do a little bit more. So I discovered through quite a few years of therapy and self-awareness training that I really like interacting with people and helping others achieve their best possible versions of themselves, their authentic self, so to say. And that brought me onto doing a applied positive psychology master's degree with the University of Bucks which I completed last November and after that I knew that I wanted to continue this journey and establish my own coaching practice which is what brings me to the barefoot coaching course um, so that I can refine my skills and set up my own practice. Let's talk a little bit about the course then. So um, you might have noticed I just asked you what brings you here and I stole that question from First Date Hotel. (laughs) You did, I I was watching First Dates and I just, and I heard them say it and I just thought, so Merlin says it when people come to the bar, he says, so what brings you here today? And I just think that's a really interesting question. So we've been learning a little bit about the power of questions this week. What stood yeah. out for you on the course this week? Because they're pretty intense. And I don't know about you, but it takes me a little bit of time to make that shift from like normal life or work life or family life or Don walking the dog life into at college life. Do you, do you find that? Does it take you a little bit of time to kind of, I don't know, decompress? I completely agree. And one thing I find myself doing now, which I don't do for any other aspect aspect of my life is taking a few moments to ground myself and focus on the day ahead, which in this case is the coaching course. And I find it so interesting because without doing that, I just don't get as much out of it. And I'm not in the right headspace to be able to be at my best for the course ahead. So yeah, I find that really interesting. I just need to take a few moments beforehand to uh to establish where I am there's a few things that stood out for me this week and um one was Claire who's who's training us said when you're coaching somebody else and you're hearing the language that they're using and you want to play that you want to reflect it back to them I love the phrase that she used she said it's parrot phrasing not paraphrasing and how if you use a different word or you reinterpret what they've said it can really kind of lead to a disjointed feeling for the other person, for the client. And and sort of getting this into my mind that, you know, everything we do is in service of the client. What sort of things have stood out for you this week? What stood out to me was how much 
we've got to go in terms of the uh, the course, applying it into the real world, so to say. Let me give you a quick example of what I mean by that. So uh, Claire gave us a demonstration of using the Wheel of Anything example, and it went pretty smoothly. And then we had a go at doing it ourselves. Now, later that day on Tuesday evening, I then tried to apply the Wheel of Anything exercise with a colleague from work. And let's just say it didn't go anywhere near as smoothly as it did in the class, (laughs) mainly because that she didn't understand what I was going for. I tried to explain it without giving examples. I really didn't want to give examples of what the labels could be. And my poor colleague, she really pushed me and tried to get it out of me. And we sort of established a few labels. She still didn't know what she was doing. And I kind of realized after about 10 minutes of nothing, I was like, okay, I have to give her a few examples because she is really struggling here. Um, She doesn't understand what I want from her. So um, I gave her a few examples and then she took that with her. And then the following day on Wednesday night, when I saw her, she came up with two wheels to represent her life. And that was a lot more effective. So it's illustrated to me how we have these tools that we're using and they're quite straightforward in class, especially when we're practicing it on each other. But then we, when we're trying to apply them to the real world with real client, it's completely different. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's that thing, isn't it? They talk about dancing in the moment. And, and I guess not being a slave to these these new frameworks, these new tools, but giving them a go and sort of like, I mean, I, I sort of feel like we're, we're sort of jumping up and down into this you know, you sort of start off being unconsciously incompetent at something. You don't know. So you're just sort of like doing what you do. And then you kind of become conscious of how little you really know. And there's a bit of pressure then, isn't there? Kind of going, oh my gosh, have I been doing it wrong all these days, all these all these years? Have I been doing it wrong? But what do you think? Do you think we'll just, I don't know, absorb all these different things and then find our own way? Like you found your way with, with your colleague at work. I think flexibility is essential to this work it's an integral part to be able to adapt your approach to your clients whilst the models are good and they're there for a purpose because they're effective I I think they're good theoretically but you also need to bear in mind that it's not going to work for everyone and it's important to tailor your approach to to the client just thinking about some of the other things that happened this week (laughs) and I write some of the strangest notes and I end up like taking pictures of the strangest things so like I've got pictures of mirrors I've got a picture of Dora and her backpack um how do you like how do you reflect on the course do you write yourself notes do you just kind of recall things what's your sort of style when you're learning stuff are you there with a notepad scribbling things down furiously or or does it just some somehow settle in so I started the course being aware of the fact that I'm going to need to capture my reflections um, throughout. And it really helped that my master's degree had a lot of reflective content in it. So I decided to start integrating with my notes what my reflections are. So what I have is as I'm making my notes based on the course 
uh, theories in pink highlighter I'll circle the bits which are reflections so I'll write a whole section underneath what we've just learned and said okay this is what I felt when I did this this is what I think of this this is what I've learned on one of the pages of the workbook there are a few questions that are assisting for self-reflections so I've also started to answer those at the end of every day and then I circle them in pink highlighter so that when I do go through my notes I'll know exactly what was going through my mind when I was learning xyz. How are you finding just being in this group of people because one of the things that really strikes me is that we, we kind of had this honeymoon period or it felt like that to me last week and then this week was a little bit for me at first it was a bit like back down to earth with a bump it was like oh no this is like this is you know this is school this is college this is serious and, and it took me a while to sort of get back into it this week but the thing that reignited it for me was when I had some really really good listening time and Joy sat and I did my wheel of fortune or whatever and it was just so revealing. And I realize now how much I need coaching, not just how much I love to do the coaching and how much I'm enjoying learning about coaching, but just how much Dom actually needs to have somebody who will give him quality listening time. I must admit, I am struggling with the fact that this is all online. Initially, I thought about postponing doing this because I wanted an in person experience. And then when I realized that might take, a few years who knows when this will be uh, in person I was like right let's just bite the bullet and do it online and I really need that interaction and I'm I think I do enjoy the time that we do get to chat a little bit but then we're straight into let's talk about ourselves which is great but I'm missing the opportunity to really establish that initial connection first uh, with this group of people. Having said that, I'm also really enjoying just getting to talk about myself. I know that sounds silly, but like you have just said, I I don't really have any uh, opportunity whereby I get challenged in the same way as I do here when fellow participants ask me some of those challenging uh, questions like you did actually during our last session you really made me think Dom you know (laughs) I was like wow okay (laughs) for a moment there I was like "Hmm, this is uh this is this is scary to to be asked these things I was like whoa well, it's interesting because we were, we were told, weren't we, to actually practice our ruthless compassion. You know, they said, try on your challenge coats, be yeah. em- empathetic provocateurs, which I love. I mean, I love that sound. And it was like, it was interesting because I think up until that point, we've all been like trying to be purist Nancy Kleiners, haven't we? We've all been going, time to think. What else do you think? What else do you think or feel? <laughs> and then we were like, oh, we get to ask challenging questions and we get to interrupt. And it was really interesting, I thought, just to kind of mix it up a little bit, wasn't it? And to go, okay, I've heard that word that you've just used. I'm going to reflect it right back to you and go, how do you feel about that word that you've just used? And yeah. and, and it, I'm amazed how far and how deep and how meaningful you can get in as little as 15 minutes in what is, I guess, a dress rehearsal. Have you found that? Yeah, I have. I have, yeah. I was coaching Luke and 
it was you know what was the most frustrating thing it's like when you're about to hit the nail on the head and it's like right time is up and then, and it's like no I just had like one more question which would have been perfect for um completing the process the process the exercise it's uh it's really lovely I love getting to know someone in this context as I did mention, I was initially finding it hard because we don't really know each other. And then we're being asked to go to places where we might not really uh, uh, share with, with such um, such strangers, you could say, really. Yeah, I, I do agree with you in terms of it's a great found, it's a great foundation for the for the real thing. And it was interesting because I remember when when I was observing you were coaching and you had like a minute to go and then you asked this brilliant question, which was just like, what what are you assuming? And you could just see mm. that. I mean, it's, it's funny, isn't it? Because in the silences together, even on video, you can just see something about to be created, can't you? And it was that mm-hmm. thing about the act of listening is an act of creation. And it's like when you observe it and you feel it and you see the power of a question and the power of a pause, and then you see the client, and in this case, you know, one of our colleagues, reach down and find something that they they didn't even know they were looking for. And when it emerges, there's almost this kind of like mic drop moment, isn't there? We just go, wow. Yeah. I, I just think that's, I yeah. think that's magical. The light bulb moment when you see it in action, it's something beautiful that you can't put words to. What are your hopes? What are your hopes and aspirations? I want to be able to enable people and give them the tools to become their best possible selves. And I really would love to be, yeah, I'd love to be part of that journey and that experience. My aspirations is to take the the learnings from this course to establish my own practice. I don't know in terms of kind of what my clientele would be or what my um, speciality would be quite yet, but I've known that this is what I want to do for probably about five years now. And it's just been a case of other life situations that need to be resolved before I can do this. So I'm so ecstatic to be where I am today with the course. And yes, establish my own establish my own practice pretty much. Well, listen, have a I love mm-hmm. being on the course with you and I'm really enjoying it. I think it's hugely challenging and it's draining like I couldn't have even imagined it's like trying to do something straight after it and you're walking straight out the door half the time and then going and managing an Edgeworth <laughs> tube station I don't know where you get your energy from um I'm really looking forward to seeing you on next week's coaching course but in the meantime thank you so much for joining me on coach class thank you it's been a pleasure 